good realtor will spend three hours a day calling. This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now, please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. We are live, and what we're doing here is we are streaming this live on YouTube. We're going to start bringing our content here. And folks, what we're talking about today is one of my absolute most favorite topics, but we just got back from an event, uh, Lab Code Agents event, and um, the main topic of conversation was obviously content creation and video. And the second topic of conversation was sort of how do you sell sort of without selling? Like, what do you create video content on? And when you're talking about building marketing and advertising, there's a total difference between the two. And what we're talking about today is how do you create a consistent video marketing campaign, right? through the form of story. You see, when you've identified your story and you know what you stand for and who you resonate with, it's actually a lot easier to create content that represents your brand so you can stay in front of your most important assets like your database, your local community, and all the others. So we brought on a guest today that is an absolute expert in this. And folks, we talk about it, a lot of this stuff through the real estate industry quite a bit. However, it's the same process no matter what business you're in. Okay, we're just doing it in real estate. So she's gonna, she works with small businesses, all different types of businesses, and how do you craft a story that fits your brand to go out? So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest. Gigi, please go ahead and tell our listeners who you are, a little bit about you, and we'll get right into it. Hey, I'm Gigi Barnett. I am a former TV news anchor. <laughs> that tells you a lot about me right there, right? You um, look like a TV news anchor. Like, <laughs> guy, look at her big, bright smile. She's always happy. I'm like, I like this girl. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to look like a TV news anchor, and I'm ending up doing it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was in uh, television uh, journalist for 20 some odd years, and um, I got out of that. Actually, I had a side gig a side gig doing a media training for, you know, CEOs, executives, kind of what to say to a reporter, what not to say to a reporter. Sure. Yeah. And then I branched off and started showing small business owners how to get into the media, you know, how to pitch, how to recognize the stories. That's the content, right? That a reporter, a producer, an editor really want and how to pitch that, when to pitch it, where to pitch it. So that's now what I do is I, I help people save thousands of dollars in retainer fees every month, hiring a pricey PR firm and knowing how to do their own publicity. It's kind of that, you know, you never have to pay somebody to fish for you again in your life. You can always fish for yourself and eat for yourself. Right. It's that concept. It's cool. kind of becoming your own publicist. Today's day and age, you really have a, the, all the tools you need right in your pocket with your cell phones, folks. So it's like, but the same thing happens to us. It's, I cannot stress this more is like, Here's the top five issues that people have with getting on video and then telling that story because it's only when you know the story that you're not scared to get on video. That makes sense. And right. Everyone says, I'm too fat. I'm ugly. I don't like the way I look. I don't like my hair or any like that. And when you're telling your story, it's supposed to be authentic now, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, here's the thing. When my clients say, oh, Gigi, you know, they're going to see this mole on the side of my face. I've been here all my life and I've never liked it. You know what I tell them is that they may glimpse it. Yeah, sure. But they're going to be listening to what you have to say so much. And they're going to see you on television or hear you um, on the radio in print. Like they don't even see you, right? 
So they're going to see and hear you and they're going to be so much more enamored with the fact that you're there and what you have to say. And they're going to see you as an expert. And that's really what you want. You want them to see you as an expert as opposed to being so afraid of what are they going to think about you. Here's the other thing, something that, that really helps you. Don't think about the people that are listening. Yeah, I know that's kind of that's counterintuitive. You have a message for you, right? You should be thinking about that audience. Don't think about the audience. What you want to think about is having a great conversation with Mike, right? Having a great conversation with that host, with the interviewer, with the anchor. And then when you're in that conversation, what you have to say comes out so much better. It's so much easier because you're really talking to one person. And when you see that that person uh, has an affinity for you, then that'll help you relax and you'll get your message out much better as opposed to thinking about what everybody thinks about that mole on the left side of your face. It's no different. Like in even just not even just in the real estate industry, any small business owner, like do you guys, when you get a potential customer or client that walks into your business or you, you get a possible someone standing in front of you ready to hand you money, do you really think about what you say or do you sort of say it right? Like when you're, when you're dealing with people, but we're talking about how do you take your content and turn it into a story from that? Like everything I talk about is always story. Everything. Yes. So let's get into it. Define it for us first. Uh, yeah, so if, you're, if you're looking at pitching the medium, you are going to think about your content first. You are going to think about that story first, right? Because the same thing that you're going to say to a client, to somebody who's looking to buy or sell a home, is not what you're going to say to a reporter per se. You're thinking about what the client would want and you pitch it to the reporter in the way that the reporter wants to see it and hear it. I'll, I'll get into that a little bit more. But yes, you do have to craft your content in a way that makes it appealing to the producer, to the editor, to the reporter. Uh, and so you are going to think about story ideas. You are going to think about the stories that are happening in your real estate business. And that typically comes from your clients. So yes, there is a process. There is a, a planning process and you're going to plan with purpose before you start creating that content. So what you're saying is like, instead of making blanket statements based upon your opinion, tell it more in the form of a story and you'll accomplish the same message, but probably get more people to follow it. Yes, that's true. And if you have stats, if you have numbers, if you have happy clients to back you up, or, and, and not so necessarily happy clients, they can also be people who you're helping who are unhappy. Totally. Yeah. And if you have those people who are backing up the story, who are backing up the content, that is going to make it even more powerful what you have you know to say. You know what's crazy is that like there's a whole TV channel dedicated to this and we overthink this stuff in our industry. It's called HGTV, guys. Like literally <laughs> just freaking copy them. Like there's no shortage of content they create. I don't care in any business because there's always something going on, right? And if we look at all of the shows, here's one of the things that I absolutely hate. I'm gonna get your opinion on this. this is, I hate when realtors do this. Like I can't stand totally. it. it. Drives me nuts. It makes me. Ugh. It's when they say just listed, just sold on social media, and they're like just listed, just sold. I believe that what you're doing is you're, you're bragging about how much money you just made. See, I'd rather say this 49 year old homeowner just got a third bedroom. He was renting. Now he's owning, and he has another 200 square feet. Here's how. I'd rather oh, yeah. tell the story behind it because you're saying the same thing, but one's braggadocious. The other is more of like story and people can relate more towards it. What exactly. is your opinion on that? Yes, uh, I would agree with you on that. Relating to them really is the powerful piece, right? Because now the potential home buyer can see themselves, no matter what age they are, in the shoes of, let's call him Frank, that 49-year-old guy, right? Yep. Frank, they can see themselves in the shoes of Frank, or they may know somebody who's going through or dealing with or who's bought a house just like Frank has. Yep. So yes, when you tell stories, 
It is the people being able to put themselves in that story is what makes it much more powerful. Right. Absolutely. And isn't every TV show a story? Like, isn't every commercial story? Isn't everything a freaking story? Everything. I mean, people think that television is spontaneous and impromptu. Everything that the anchor, that the reporters, that even the weather guy that they're saying is scripted because yeah. it's all, it all has to be timed. And it's just that they're so smooth at it. And so they make it look so easy it. that they're, you know, they're able to kind of veer off that script for a little bit and come back on and still be on time. But everything really is a story. I mean, you think about your life, it's, it's a story. Yep. When I really started learning about like storytelling, there was a, I forget the name of the book, but there's one thing out of the book that really resonated. And mm-hmm. it was like, so it's something along the lines like this. Like, so think back to the caveman days or even like the Egyptians. You mm-hmm. go to the caves in Egypt, right? Or in the tombs. And what do you see all over the walls? You see a bunch of pictures that are stories. Um, it's just how humans are wired to communicate. People have told stories since mankind started, like Adam and Eve, like stuff. You know? Right, so, right. Um, if you really think about that, it's really common sense, but we overthink a lot of this stuff. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, I'll tell you what, where realtors are probably going to get into the most trouble. And that's where they start taking stories that they think people really want to hear. They start pitching stories that they think producers and editors want to put in their magazines and newspapers and on television. And they send those stories in or they try to tell those stories and they're the wrong stories to tell. You have to know, you know, what kind of story to tell to the right person. You know, it can't just be any old story, like as we mentioned before, having right. that having that script. So figure out your tone. Figure you have out your to, well, you have yeah, you have to figure out that content. You have to figure out the elements of the story that are really going to make people stand up and listen. Really going to make them take note. And so when you're doing that for that's the media, of course, when you're doing that, then it has to be a certain kind of story, as opposed to when you're telling a story to a client, right, a prospective client. It has to be a different kind of story. Now, some of them can be the same, right? Yeah. But you have to think about who your audience is first. Yep. Right? Am I taking a story idea to a producer or an editor? I'm going to ask for some quiet here. So if you're talking to a producer or an editor, as opposed to you're talking to a potential client, then it's going to be quite different. Very cool. So how do you craft the initial message? Like, I'm curious to know how, like, in your process, or you meet in business, whether it's someone in real estate or, or any small business for that matter, where do you start? How do you first... Defines. I think a lot of people get sort of stuck like, all right, yeah, I get I have to story tell, but okay, what's my story? Like, what's yeah. my message? Like, who the hell am I? Right? Yeah, yeah. So where do you start at? Yeah, I have a five-step process. And my process really is kind of along the acronym of PITCH, P-I-T-C-H. But where I first start is to plan. I plan with purpose. And through a series of questions, I'm going to ask my clients, I'm going to ask people who want to do this. I'm going to say, hey, you know, what's your purpose in getting maybe media attention who is the audience? That's one, another question. Who is the audience that you're trying to reach? So you just sit down and jot these questions out. Who is the audience that you're trying to, trying to reach? Think about that person. What kind of stories are they interested in? Realtors have a slew of great stories hidden in their real estate brand. And so as a result, they have great stories that they're probably overlooking many mm-hmm. times. Totally. Yeah. Um, so you're going to find out who the audience is. And then here's something else that people don't really think about, especially if you're talking to an audience who they might've just bought a home, right? And you want to tell them stories of somebody who is going to buy a home or are they really listening to your story? Mm-hmm. Probably not. They've already been through that process. Right. So you want to take that story to people who are potential buyers. Okay. The second piece is you're going to look at, especially if you're doing something with the media, 
think about what are, what are your strengths? Are you a better speaker? Are you better at communicating orally? Are you better at communicating with, you know, writing? Think about your strengths first. Don't try to tell the story with you know, writing if you're not great at writing. Yep. It, you know, don't try to tell the story speaking or taking it to television or taking it to the radio if you're not really that great at communicating orally. So I look, tell people, look at your strengths as well. And then finally, where you find those new stories. Because as I mentioned, they're hidden somewhere in your brand. It's just finding them. And let me tell you where they're hidden. They're hidden in three places. It's going to be trends that you're seeing, right? I mean, if you, you mentioned HGTV. What does HGTV capitalize on day in and day out? Trends. Right. It's like, this is the, this is what the new home looks like. This is what people are asking for, you know, okay, get rid of that house, tiny house yeah. living, for example, uh, right. flip this house and everyone's rehabbing houses. So yeah, totally. It's all about trends. What are your clients asking for? And then the second thing is about timing. Um, if you are, if you think people start buying homes, I mean, they buy homes year round, of course, but when do they really start buying homes? And that's kind of when the the summer hits, right? That's when we think of, I do think of the big home buying period because kids are out. It's time. This is when we can move. So let's actually keep that. That's a good thought. Let's give them a role play right here. Because um, summer kids are out. So instead of saying, Hey, it's July, the perfect time to buy a house and the interest rates are great. I don't even think you have to say any of that. You need to meet the person in the mind of their, their own conversation going on in their mind, right. which is kids are going to be out. So how would you reword that story if I wanted to make the exact same statement? Right. So whatever trends we're seeing in the summer, and here's the other thing too, keep in mind. So when we're talking about trends, because we're real estate, it depends on the location, right? Because yep. it's all about location. So it's going to be different in, in certain areas. But if you're talking about real estate in terms of the summer, you might think of things, you know, the top five reasons why it's better to move now or wait until the end of this summer, why midsummer is the best time instead of the beginning or the end of summer. So you might've seen all those trends, but you want to be really specific about that timing piece. So here's the headline. The reason smart people move in summer, how I would relay the story for something like that would be like, hi, meet John. Yeah. John's kids just got out of school and he has three months of them going to camp and doing this other stuff. The problem is, is that John kids are about to start the first grade and we need to find a school within this school district. So what John's going to be doing is now that he has the time and his kids aren't at school, he'll probably start searching for a house, but he has about 90 days to do it. So here's the process. Step one. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That can make sense. And then if you are going to do something like that, make sure that your the headline is really very snazzy. So I always like to start headlines with why and how, because why and how are the most intriguing questions. You know, the who, what, when, where, many times change day in, day out, but the how and the why are always going to be intriguing. Three ways to make your, your summer move much easier this year, as opposed to, you know, last year, whatever the case may be, but three ways to make your summer move much easier. Here's how. And then you can go into, hey, here's John. He's got his kids just out of school. The reason why, number one, number two, and then, and then list them through. People can just relate to that. They so can. Have- yeah, they, they can, they can re- relate much better when you tell the story off the top. And so that we can see what frame of mind he's in. You know, he's got to move this house. He's got to get these kids together <laughs> when yeah. moving. Um, you know, he's got all these boxes to pack. And so, okay, how do I make this process so much easier for me? Here are three ways, three things to do. Here's how. 
And then the third thing is localize, localize, localize. And by that, what we mean is, and this is where you're getting your story ideas from, your content, is when you can take a national story that's happening and you can find a local twist or a local element to it that's piggybacking off of the news. And you're, you're going to get a lot of good opportunities to tell your stories that way in the media, to tell your stories that way to a mass audience, if you can piggyback on the national news and make it local. So give us, uh, let's walk through some of those examples. I love that okay. strategy. And it doesn't have to be real estate. Let's just get everyone sort of in the state of mind. So let's okay. take a, a recent news article, maybe for one of your clients on how we use in, and sort of rode the buzz, right? People do this yeah. in music for new music videos too. Yeah, well, so here's, here's one, I mean, I saw recently, and this wasn't even my client, so I was like, this was a great idea. But this uh, florist, she's in North Carolina, but she noticed that nationally, the flowers for many brides were coming and asking for spring bouquets for their summer weddings. And she noticed that that's becoming a national trend now. People wanting these flowers that are completely unavailable at the times that they want them. What's that going to do? It's going to jack up the price. So she, she, one, she noticed this trend. She noticed the timing of the year. And she also noticed, oh, this is happening nationally. So locally, what she did was she reached out to her local paper and she's like, I've got several brides who are coming in here and they're getting bills that they're not expecting to, to see higher end bills. And we need to send out, you know, basically this story should be an alert to future brides to let them know nationally, this is what's happening. This is a national trend. People want it here locally. Here's what not to do. Here are three things to do like now. There's to like make- urgency too, right? And was the, price, was the price like going up if, the month, if it got into summer and then it created yeah. Yeah, because they were coming in, their weddings were during the summer, and they were asking for spring bouquets, which, you know, that season was already over. And so because it was much more difficult to get those flowers, they had to charge them more. Mm-hmm. And so it was going above and beyond their budget. And so these brides were like, wait, I can't handle this. I can't afford this. Yep. And so, that, so she noticed that trend. She saw the timing. She reached out to the paper, her local paper, mind you. She, so she took a national trend and made it local and big spotlight in the paper for her. Now that made her look like a bride friendly business, right? Who, right. You, yep. I, I want to work with somebody who's looking out for my back who's looking out for me. What so, kind of channel was she using and what kind of media was she using? She went to the print paper. Okay. So she went old school. She went right to print. She went right to print and no see video, no nothing. Well, the print is media, right? She yeah. went to her local newspaper and they put it in their hard copy in their print section and they put it online. Got so it. now you know, that's more people. So that's smart. You guys, when you guys get picked up by like a news source, they just hold a lot more weight than like, a non-news source because they have a lot of inbound and outbound traffic typically. So, um, you know, you're writing that too. Yeah. That's, 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 that's smart. She was able to link that article also back to her, uh, to her website. Yeah, totally. So anybody who goes to it can link it to, and go back to, to her website. So that's sending traffic back to her. Yep. Um, yeah. People do not understand the power of the media in this regard mm-hmm. that uh, the media has two purposes. People try to use it as a lead generation tool, and yeah. it's not. Media gives you visibility, where people see you, and media gives you credibility, which people think of that this is the celebrity piece. You know, oh. when you're featured on television, this is you being a mini celebrity. 100%. That's yeah, right. And, right. And so when you have visibility, that. right, when you have visibility plus that authority or that credibility, uh, that celebrity, that equals the, the side effect of that is going to be people wanting to work with you more. Yep. 
So folks go in and they go, okay, I, well, I, I was on that show or I did the news and, or, you know, I was featured in that article and I didn't get as many traffic or people that I was expected to get. And so I always say, well, if you try to use it as lead gen, totally. you're not going to. So the fact I, that you've got three or four different clients from it, people calling you, that's actually quite good. Let's touch up on that point real quick because uh, that's, that's extremely important. Folks, we're creating, even on the video side, it's like what we preach all day. I have to keep saying this. We are not lead generating. We are generating attention. That's it. Mm-hmm. And this is not a lead generation tool. It's a conversion tool, guys. Mm-hmm. So I want you to ask yourself a question. And um, the la- let's just do it because you guys have all been here. So the last vacation you booked, let's just pretend you're on Travelocity. You read the reviews before you hit bu- the buy button. I guarantee it. And those are all, that's a form of media too. Other people commenting on their shit. Is this a good resort or is it not a good resort, right? So it's no differently than you. Look at your own site. If you have no content on your site or no stories, every story you create is a piece of content. Like, would you hire you? Literally, like if I logged on to a real estate agent's site and they don't even have a site, sorry, I'm not hiring you. The reason why your about page is so visited is because people want to know you. They want to connect with you on a human level before they do on a business level. Right. That's generally for anything. I mean, it's the connection era. It's like people will buy your shit when they feel a connection to you. Right. And that content does it. You know yeah. what else the content also does is that because, you know, here you are telling the story and it might even be your story. It might be your client's story. Mm-hmm. Here's what it does. Let's say you have a, someone who comes to you and they're, they're having a tough time finding a home or they're in distress with their home or whatever the case may be. But you help them through that. Who exactly. looks like the hero when 100%. you tell their story? That's- you look like the hero, right? People want to work with you now because they're thinking just like the florist in North Carolina who was looking out for her brides, she didn't have to do that, right? right. She didn't have to go and say, oh, hey, you know, you're going to end up paying me more if you do that, right? Totally. So when you have someone who you see in the media who's looking out for me, who's sending me a warning or who's helping other people who might be in distress the way I am, and you've been vetted by the media where they say, okay, her story is good and it's an interesting story. Who wants to work with you? I know I would, right? I would want to work with a person who is a realtor like that, who is looking out for me, who has great stories, who have clients who have said, yeah, she she or he's amazing. That's what you want to do. And all through a story. Yep. All through a story yep. that, that may have run in the media or that might be on your website or even, even in social media, all through a story. So let me give you guys some live examples because they're going to say, okay, how do I create stories in the real estate industry? So let's go through like everything you do, you guys, is a story. Like every client you helped is a story of transformation. And usually it's a move up or move down buyer and you're just telling the story behind it. You're really saying the same thing, but the agent that helps out the 78-year-old homeowner into an assistant living facility from their house and they're downsizing, the kids are all gone, that's a lot more emotional than the other. Like I was on a panel like two days ago and I said the same thing. I'm like, how many people in this room right now have gotten a divorce? You got about five or six hands raised. And I'm like, well, we're going to go tell your fucking story right now. Mm-hmm. All right. So I want you guys to talk to me about your divorce and how you got through selling the house at a very uncomfortable time. Now I want you to take that video and hit relationship statuses on social. And I guarantee you're more likely to resonate with the men and or women that you are putting that story in front of because they're all going through the same thing. Now, because of that, they can relate to you. Right. And, and take, that, take that one step further. Now, let's say that people see that story, people who are divorced and or going through a divorce, and they start turning to you. And you start essentially cornering a market with people who are going through these tough times, i.e. divorce, right? 100%. Now you take that story and you pitch it to the media. 
You pitch that. it to a news station. You pitch it to a radio station. Oh, uh, I got a good one for you. I'm the, the realtor for divorce, divorcees or, or people who are going through divorce. Oh. And can you imagine that story being on something like the Today Show or being on something like CBS This Morning, something like that? You know, or, yeah, and you're, you you're an instant big. celebrity if you get that media. Yeah, just, just your local television station. Can you imagine how many more people now are going to say, oh, yeah, him or her? Totally. So that's another piece that I use in my five-step pitch process to finding your story. One of the pieces and when you plan with purpose is find your noteworthy aspect. What are the things that make you a different agent? Yep. What are you doing that makes you a person who's going to stand out among all the other agents, among all the other realtors? Well, everyone tries to be, everyone tries to cater to everyone. And that's the problem in itself. Like you are not perfect. You're not God. Don't try to be, I'm a dude. I'm just going to talk the way I talk. I can't help it, but it's just how I communicate. Right. Right. Um, Right. Everyone has their own individual brand. You made me think of a a really cool story. So there's this agent. Yeah. He's in South Florida in uh, Fort Lauderdale market. Mm -hmm. And there's a, a lady is she's a, she was in the Castro regime and she was beaten and jailed and whatever for like 15 years or 10 years or something like that. She finally escapes Cuba and gets to the United States like in the 70s or 80s or whenever that went down. And um, she bought her first house. Well, during the last financial crisis, she was being foreclosed on her house. She was about to lose the whole thing. So there's this realtor. He's got to be like 70 plus years old. And uh, he meets her. He did this deal for free. He didn't make any money on it. All right. Mm -hmm. And what he did was he went in and he stopped the foreclosure. They ended up, she ended up saving her house and she is still living there today. Wow. This woman wrote a book. She was uh, with the President Bush back in the day in the White House. Like she had a lot of media behind it. We just did the video on it. Mm-hmm. And it is like the most touching story that you can imagine because she's like 90 years old. She's like four feet one, very cute lady in her house. And all she wanted to do was live the American dream. Yeah. Now he looks like a freaking rock star because he just told the truth. He didn't have to sell anything. He doesn't. Right. And it was such a beautiful story. He's like, sometimes... I don't care about the commission. Sometimes it's just about doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah. And that just like, it gives me chills, like just even, mm-hmm. about it, but it's, it's really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we see these stories all the time. The other piece too is look at where that story probably originated from in terms of the media coverage, right? You mentioned all South media, Florida. The, all the news stations picked it up. Yeah, oh yeah. It in the newspaper, like oh, yeah. and it was right at the right time. And I mean, he just looks like a celebrity. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I'm, I'm from, you mentioned South Florida. I'm from Miami. So I'm from South Florida and I know the population, the makeup there. Right. Mm -hmm. So it is, it's heavily Latinos, Latinas. So when you have this audience, people who have lived through that, right. They lived through the Mario boat lift. They lived through Castro and in that regime and they've escaped to the U S now you're, when that story is picked up in that market, now people are going to, are looking for him to work with him. Right. And in that area. Right. 100%. Super, super, super cool. Any other closing thoughts that you want to uh, touch up on and share with our listeners? Well, so I I would say here's, here's the big thing that I I deal with with many of my clients. And that is, is that people are afraid to tell their stories. Yep. I don't know if 
I mean, have you seen this? 100%. Everybody is because nobody likes the attention on them when you're talking about yourself. Right. But what a lot of people don't realize is that when you're just saying just listed, just sold, I've been in the business for 50 years, you're talking about yourself. Right. It's you. It's all you. Right. Yeah. I've worked with so many people who I have to convince them. It's like, no, you're telling, you have a great story. We need to take this story and, and move it further. We move and get it out there because if they don't hear it, how are you going to be able to help them? And so that's kind Love of, that. I, you know, I deal with both. It's kind of people you where, where you want to say, tone it down, but also people where, where you want to say, no, come on, pump it up. Would you agree with this statement? So like your story is basically your why or how you ended up into whatever you're doing today, right? Mm-hmm. So I ended up in video because I have a story. She was storytelling all the time. She's a newscaster and then she went into this and she sort of fell into it. That is her story, right? Yeah. yeah. So when you figure out like what it is, you, I love that you said that because I, I said that a lot is like, as long as you believe in what you do for a living, it is your duty to let it be known. And <laughs> it if, if it's not, you have the wrong story. Or, or you're in the wrong industry. Or you're in the wrong line of work. <laughs> right. You're working, you're working a job. That's the difference between an entrepreneur and a, and a nine to five, isn't it? Right. You know, that's, why that's, the story, why you're doing it. Right. If your story doesn't bring you joy, and I don't mean joy in that you're happy about it, but I mean, you, don't, you can't look back and you can't say, Oh, with gratitude and all the other things, man, look at either what I've accomplished or what I've been through and I'm still here and I'm still helping all these people or wow, you know, I, I get people that I help all the time who are like this. If, if you don't look at your story and you don't see value there, then no one else will because you're not going to put it out. Love that. Well yeah. said. Well said. Gigi, go ahead. Um, please go ahead and take the floor. Let our listeners know how they may uh, reach you. Go ahead and plug your website, whatever you like, and uh, we'll get this wrapped up. I've had so much fun talking with you today. Yeah. <laughs> nice to talk to somebody. Uh, we, we speak the same language. We're going to have to get together here in San Diego. One we are. We are. So you can reach me at storysellyourbrand.com. It's storysellyourbrand. And yeah, if you're looking to get your story out there, and, and I have one client who she reached out to me because she said, Gigi, I need somebody to help me tell the story. You know, you might already have your story together. but And she was like, kind of, I need some, some fear help. Um, Now, I'm not a coach. I'm a consultant, but I do. I help real estate agents, especially break into the local news because local news is how you get national news. And local news for a realtor is where you want to dominate. When you dominate the local news in your town uh, and your area and your city, your region, people are going to know your name. And when they know your name and they see you, they're going to want to work with you. And that's exactly what I do. I help people get more publicity, first local, and then we move up to national. So hit me up at storysellyourbrand.com. You can also hit me up on Instagram at storysellyourbrand. And I'm on Facebook at storysellyourbrand. Just Google stories, sell your brand. You're going to find Gigi. She's going to be right there looking at you. Right, right. It's cool. There's not a lot of people doing this, you guys, like taking the story and applying it to like a PR strategy. I remember I had a PR firm and it was a huge waste of money back in the day. And when I saw what they were actually doing, it was just like, they would just do the, whatever the channel distribution was. And they're like, yeah, yeah blast it out. It. Yeah. They just blast it out and then they would just wait. Yeah. And uh, very, very interesting. So cool. And I thank you. Thank you for uh, your opinion and everything today. Thank you. So, I have fun. And thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. You guys know where to find me. Very, very simple. Realestatemarketingdude.com. Follow me on social media. Follow me on Instagram. Leave me some love. Give us some reviews. Help us spread the word, folks. If you want to create consistent, authentic content creation and make it very, very simple, that's exactly what we do. 
the whole point of our event this week was all about content creation, building your brand and doing it with video content creation and of course with stories as well. So feel free to go ahead and reach us and get the eBooks, get the webinars, whatever the hell you want. It's on our site. It's a giant training course. If you need help, call me. I want to work with you. Talk to you guys later. Thank you very much, Shuji. And we will talk again soon. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.